The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday. It is April the 17th of 2023. You are joining us on National Crawfish Day, National Cheese Ball Day, and Bat Appreciation Day. (laughs) All things you can celebrate as you get your day started with Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. So coming up on the show this morning... Kelly is ready to rant. (laughs) What automatically makes you think less of someone when you see them do something or say something? Mm. We'll get into that. Plus, I believe I should be much like college students, a part of Gen Z. Hmm. We'll tell you why I feel like I fit coming up. Plus, a woman spends 500 days living in a cave. I'm a tad bit jealous about that. Things that were really good until they got popular. Uh, Kelly and I hosted an event with Arkansas State Pack Day. We'll catch you up on that. Plus, I had these feelings of worry and stress over not supporting trucks, specifically food trucks. <laughs> Plus, Kane Brown was on stage and got hit right there in the um, in the gimmicks. The gimmicks. Yeah, he got hit in the gimmicks. Tell you what happened there and how he responded. Plus, Luke Combs has revealed his next radio single. And Michael Ray, well, he's finally trying to get some revenge on his ex-wife, Carly Pierce. All of that coming up this morning right here on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I've never really considered or thought about the fact that maybe I'd love to be a part of a scientific study. Really? Until I read this one. A 50-year-old woman in Spain, she spent 500 days living in a cave. (laughs) Wait, with someone else? Uh, No, she was by herself. Oh. Her name is Beatrice Flamini, and they decided these scientists wanted to see what it was like How your internal clock responded to complete isolation. So they put her down in a cave, and it was something like 230 feet underground. And she spent 500 days underground. Hmm. And let me tell you what she didn't have. She didn't have TV. She didn't have the internet. She couldn't read the news. Uh, They did send her down food, which was nice of them to do that. Well, that is nice. So they would send down food, and she would send up waste. What the food was in? No, she would send up the waste, like the after effects of the food and beverages. I would like to see the inside of it. Of the what? The cave? Yeah. I don't think it was like I don't think it was like the bat cave. Like I don't think it was like nice. that. I don't think it was like that. But they say they were watching her the whole time to make sure she didn't freak out. She had no contact with anybody for five hundred days, but they could see her via GoPro. And that she says around day sixty five she stopped trying to think about what day it was. So, like, she went in on November the 20th of 2021 and just came out this past Friday. Oh, my goodness. They gave her a panic button in case she started to freak out, which I think people might. And they were like, well, what did you do for the 500 days you were in the cave? And she says she did some drawing and some knitting and some exercising. And while she was down there, she read about 50 books or 60 books. But she says that she planned on writing a book while she was down there. But she didn't have enough time to finish it. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. You have 500 days with nothing? Like, I think I could write a book if I had nothing else to do. Uh, I would, no, I would have already panicked the button. I would have pushed it. So they said the weirdest part was that while she was down there, because she had no communication with anybody, she didn't talk to anybody, you know, while she was there. 
So she's having a tough time learning how to talk again as far as having conversations with people. Like she can speak, but she doesn't know how to speak to people anymore because it's been so long. When she got out of the cave, they say the first thing that she was asking for was, hey, can somebody get me a beer? Did she really say that? No, that's true. That's the one thing she missed. Are you? Was this you? No, this is something I could do. I could double this. I could do a thousand days. Brandon, no, you could not. A thousand days in a cave. You don't think so? No. I could do like 24 hours and then I would freak out. It would depend on what we had. But again, if there's no TV, no internet, no news, like you don't have your phone to communicate with anybody. I wonder if she was giving like a record player and records or something like that where she could listen to music. You know, it doesn't say that she was. It just wow. says, you know, she spent time knitting, drawing, exercising, and reading. But they say they're going to look, go back and kind of look at her reaction, her physical reaction, her mental reaction to being underground in a cave for that long. How, do you really think you could last 24 hours? 24 hours, that's it. And that would be tough. Okay, so let me ask you this. I'm going to change the setting a little bit, okay? If I were to say that you got trapped in an elevator for 24 hours, Panic would you survive? No. Would I survive? Yes. But you'd I would panic survive, immediately. But yeah, I'd probably have a panic attack, pass out, and then my body would regulate and I would come to, and then it would happen several times, but I would survive. Yeah, see, the elevator thing would completely freak me out. Remember on The Office when Dwight thought he was going to be stuck in the elevator and he automatically made his corner bathroom spot? Oh, yeah. And they weren't even in there for like 30 seconds and he already started making his corner because he was that worried. You have to mark your territory. Oh, goodness. I mean, you don't want Pam to go in that corner first. It's kind of a wild story, a true story out of Spain. Beatrice Flamini, she's back to the real world after 500 days in isolation. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Dave Urban, who works at Lowe's in Brookhaven, Pennsylvania. There's a really cool story about him because he was at work one day and he saw a family come in and they were looking for like PVC pipes. Come to find out, William Getty is a young kid who was born 23 weeks um, into pregnancy. Very, very premature. Uh, And when he was born, because he was born so early, he developed quadriplegic spastic cerebral palsy. So he's unable to walk at this point. But his family had the goal that they eventually wanted to get William strong enough that he'd be able to walk. So they went to Lowe's with the idea they were going to build like this uh, this parallel bar situation where he could get up on the bars and learn to take steps. Oh, yeah. And they wanted to have that at home, not in the physical rehabilitation place. And they brought these drawings, this diagram that they saw, and they were like, hey, man, can you help us cut these PVC pipes and these fittings to where we can make this parallel bar ramp? Well, Dave Urban, who works at Lowe's, saw what they were doing and decided he was going to go the extra mile and not just cut everything to the exact specifics of what they needed. He was going to put the parallel bars together inside the Lowe's store for the family. And he did just that. He said the real test came when young Will got up and he got out of his wheelchair and he grabbed a hold of the bars. And they said you could just see the courage and the smile on his face as he began to try to take those steps. So Dave Urban says it's a sense of pride that keeps him going. And he says that we should all go the extra mile because you never know that could reward you 100 times back. So here's to you, Dave Urban of Lowe's in Brookhaven, Pennsylvania. It's an Arkansas morning show. High five. High five. 
And today's High Five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Monday morning. It is April the 17th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Kane Brown. So Kane Brown was on stage in Wichita, Kansas, and a video exists now of him singing a song. He was singing his song, One Thing Right. And somebody threw something up on the stage. Like back in the day, that would have been like, Hey, here's some flowers, mm-hmm. or here's my bra, oh. or here's some granny panties. Is that what you've thrown up there before? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kane Brown's up there on stage, and a dude is thinking, hey, I'm going to throw up my boot. I want my boot to be autographed. So he throws his cowboy boot mm. at Kane. He wasn't trying to hit Kane in the head. He was trying to keep it down low, and the problem was he kept it a little too low because the cowboy boot hit Kane right there. There. Hmm. Like below the belt. Okay. Between the legs. Okay, got it. You know. Yeah. The nuggets. Okay. So Kane takes the boot shot, drops to his knees on stage during his song, and then has to lay down on stage. When he finally got up, Kane said, golly, it hit me with the heel. <laughs> I felt that. So people are like, oh my gosh, Kane's going to be fired up. But he knew it was an accident. He signed the boot and gave it to the guy. Would you be dying if that was you and you were the one that hit him? Oh, my gosh. You would still be squatted on the floor hiding, wouldn't you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Or if I were Kane, I'd have probably picked up that boot and tried to to chunk it at the guy. But anyway, the video's up on social media and on YouTube if you want to check it out. We have country music news today on Luke Combs. Let's get some candles burning and some records turning. week, Luke Combs asked his fans to help him choose his next radio single, and he gave us two options, Five Leaf Clover or Love You Anyway. And Friday night at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Luke revealed which song his fans had chosen, and the winner is Love You Anyway. There's just some things that leave a man no choice, like a compass needle needing its true Combs, the next song heading to country radio. And country music news today on Michael Ray. So Michael Ray was married to Carly Pierce, and basically her whole album was about the breakup, and it kind of painted Michael Ray in a bad light. You know, like this song, What He Didn't Do. Basically all things he didn't do. So Michael Ray has been quiet this whole time until now where he has released a new song and a new video. Now, the video is for the song Get Her Back. So, uh, yeah, the girl in the video looks a lot like Carly Pierce. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> like, it is identical. Like, 
it looks just like her. He's firing back, yes. right? So <laughs> when I thought get her back, it's like, oh, he's working really hard to get her back, right? He wants her back. Well, this is more like, hey, man, I am going to get her back. This is Michael Ray. She got me out my brain, would have done anything just to get her back. Now I just want to get her back for everything that she did behind closed doors. All the lies and the signs that I ignored, because I swore that I loved her, but now that it's over. I just want to get her back, send a text, show her who her friends are, cut deep, get even with a broken heart. So if you love drama, there's some drama here. You should check out the video. It's called Get Her Back. It's new stuff from Michael Ray, and it's out now. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. As always, the podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Let me tell you this. My birthday is coming up on Friday. And y'all, if you're looking for a great birthday gift for me, think about crumble cookies. And Brandon, there are such good ones on the menu this week. First of all, the birthday cake featuring Oreo, a thick cookie made with Oreo cookie pieces covered in vanilla cream cheese frosting and topped with more Oreo cookie pieces and rainbow sprinkles. I know. That sounds good. And it's birthday cake on my birthday week. Exactly. There's also the peanut butter munch featuring the Muddy Buddies. Now, this is a peanut butter cookie that they top with a symphony of milk chocolate, muddy buddy pieces, and a sprinkle of powdered sugar. And cotton candy, a fluffy vanilla cookie covered in cotton candy cream cheese frosting with a sprinkle of popping candy. Or what about the caramel shortbread featuring Twix? Mm. Now this is a buttery sugar cookie that they fill with Twix pieces and then they top it with that gooey layer of caramel and then chili milk chocolate and then crunchy chopped Twix pieces on top of that. This week also the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And they also have the milk chocolate chip. It's the classic cookie. The can't go wrong. The one that's there all the time at Crumble. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with those milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the app. All you have to do is search Crumble Cookies or order online and save yourself some time when you go to crumblecookies.com. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know many countries rejected using forks when they were first invented because they considered them excessive, unnecessary, and too feminine? Hmm. The Roman Catholic Church even spoke out against forks, stating that God already gifted us with the perfect eating utensils, our fingers. (laughs) Come on now, finger licking good. Did you know Granny Smith apples are named after Maria Ann Smith? She moved to Australia from England, bought an orchard, and accidentally created a new kind of apple by planting seeds from French crab apples. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And did you know, in 1987, Aretha Franklin became the first woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, show her some respect. Oh, yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, take half T-C-T. And if you didn't know, now you know.
Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's this weird phenomenon that sometimes when things become really popular, they become less popular. (laughs) Yeah. Facebook is a great example, right? Facebook got really big with college kids. And then parents and everybody was able to start joining it. And then basically the kids were like, -uh, Uh nuh-uh, I'm out of here. Mom and granny are on here trying to post pictures and stuff. yep. So there was this deal I was reading that was talking about how things that, you know, eventually get really popular to the point where people then start to rebel against them. Mm -hmm. Some of the things mentioned were garage sales, yard sales, and flea markets. Oh. So I guess it depends on maybe where you live, but they say for a while, you know, it's kind of like a deal where, oh, you go try to find some deals and, you know, get stuff for really rock bottom prices. And then vintage became a deal, like a trendy thing. Yep. And now things are more expensive because they're old. It's true. It's not as fun to go to do all that stuff anymore because people jack the prices up because they know we want it. Right. Oh, we want this thing that looks like it was made in the 80s. So right. we're going to pay extra money for mm-hmm. it. They say Las Vegas fits the fits the bill kind of because it's way more expensive than it used to be. And they say... In some ways, it's a little bit less classy than before. Okay, yeah. And I'm just going to tell you, if it's less classy than before, hmm. what was it like before? Yeah. Because when I was there, I was a man. Yeah. It's kind of wild, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're in a different universe. It does seem like that. Like there are areas that are really, really nice. Like you see the the, the sky shots, you know, the skyline mm-hmm. shot, and it looks beautiful. That's and you get down true. there on the street, and you're like, what's happening down here? <laughs> they say food trucks are one of those things that used to seem uh, really big, and then when they got popular... They became less popular. And I don't know about this one because I still, I think around Arkansas, we're still kind of fascinated by them. But they say food truck prices used to be less expensive because the person didn't have the big brick and mortar store. They didn't have all the employees. Uh But now they've realized that food prices have gone up and they've brought up their food prices too. Hmm. So sometimes you go to a food truck and it's just as expensive as going to another place. Okay. Yeah, I get that. You seen that? They say uh, youth sports used to be something that was really kind of popular. And they say now it's all about the parents. It It is. That it's parent-driven and now mm-hmm. more time-consuming than ever. Yep. It's not like your kid goes out and plays soccer one day a week. Yeah, if you have a baby and you don't know if they're going to play baseball or some sport, get ready. Because if they do, it's constant. Oh, your life is over. It's Until constant. they get done with it. Your life is over. <laughs> Just keep your fingers crossed that they make money playing, I guess. Yeah. Well, and that's the deal. Now in college, they can make money, so that's crazy. They say streaming services uh, are kind of fitting the same the same bill as well mm-hmm. because streaming services early on. Hey, this one's only four ninety nine. Yep. This one's only five bucks. And there's so many of them now. Well, now and that's the deal. There's so many of them. We're paying now for one channel or just a couple of channels. However, they're bundled together. And they say, like for me, you know, let's say you go and you cut the cord and you want to get a different service that has almost like cable like channels. It's just as expensive, if not more expensive. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking, I'm just going to cut the cord to save some bucks, you're probably not saving some bucks from a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of wild how that phenomenon works. Things become really popular, and then people all of a sudden make them less popular. I believe it's kind of like a phenomenon. I want to nickname it something. Oh. I want to nickname it the Nickelback Phenomenon. Right? Yeah. And when they started, they were kind of like, oh my gosh, it's Nickelback. They're kind of bad boys. Yes. And then they became popular, and then it's like, oh my gosh, these guys aren't cool anymore. <laughs> They're still the same Nickelback to me. The second floor is the I'll go see them. Me too. This is where I went to school. Are we showing our age? No. <laughs> Criminal records says I'm broken twice. I must have done it half a dozen times. So, anyway, 
It's kind of wild to think about how things become more popular and then all of a sudden they become less popular. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there's this parody site called rentahitman.com. And the site started as a joke back in 2005. But then emails started coming in from people who thought it was real. So the guys behind it started reporting them to police. Well, it's helped arrest more than 30 people over the years. And here's to the newest dude who just fell for it. The FBI arrested a 21-year-old in Tennessee named Josiah Garcia after he got in touch to see if Rent a Hitman was hiring. He's a member of the Air National Guard. And back in February, he submitted his resume and asked about obtaining employment as a hitman. Mm -hmm. He said he was looking for a job that paid well and where his military experience could come in handy, adding, (laughs) quote, What can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job that is similar to it, such as this one, put me in, coach. End quote. (laughs) A quick Google search would have told him that the the site was fake, but he never checked. Police let him on for two months to make sure he wasn't joking. Josiah said he'd be willing to do a hit as little as $2,500. He agreed to do a hit this month for $5,000 and was arrested after accepting the money. Speaking of hiring a hitman... Why did the hitman get fired? Ooh, gosh, why did the hitman get fired? He was assassin his boss. Uh, no. Oh, gosh, no. Please, no. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I found another stressor. It seems like every week I find a new stressor that's kind of like, oh, my gosh, I can't be put in this position, this situation. What is it? Well, we did an event, a food truck event over the weekend. And uh, we had a great time, and there's all kinds of great smells. Like, you pull up to a place where Mm -hmm. there's all these food trucks, and you can smell them. Yes. And we are talking about, like, I've become a fan of the food truck experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the idea I can go up there, go back to my truck and wait. My food comes out, I go home and eat. Yeah. I like that. Yes. You know, some people love to go out and have the big experience, the restaurant experience, and we do enjoy that sometimes. But there's sometimes I just want to get food and go. Yeah. And I want something different. Like, you know, we... Sometimes I get burned out on eating the same, you know, drive-through type thing. Because we're creatures of habit. It's just what we do. It's like, oh, I get the same. And I get the same meal from the same place. Mm-hmm. So it's always same, same. So the food trucks are kind of exciting. So we do this event over the weekend with food trucks. And I'll give you some idea of what was out there, right? Because then we have to decide which one we're going to go to. Like there was a grilled cheese food truck that had grilled cheese and sandwiches and burgers and fried stuff and and all kinds of stuff like that. There was the barbecue spot, yep. right? And I could smell the barbecue mm-hmm. across the entire uh, across the entire parking lot. There was Chick-fil-A and who can ever turn down Chick-fil-A? Right. There was Creole food and I love Creole and mm-hmm. Cajun food. There was shaved ice for dessert. And I saw people walking around with mounds of shaved ice. And even if you just wanted a ballpark hot dog, they had those hot dogs with all the fixings. Yeah. There was Mediterranean food out there, which how many times, you know, do you have the chance to mm-hmm. go and just have Mediterranean food right. around here. It's not that often. So I'm going through and I'm looking at all these different trucks and I have this vision of, oh my gosh, I would like to try something mm-hmm. from everybody. And what I really wanted was for all of them just to bring me samples. I know. I know. I know that's what you wanted. Because I was like, hey, you know, we can talk about these things on the radio. Just bring me samples. Uh I'll get full and you'll get some radio. Well, instead of that, we saw people walk around with not just samples, but full platters of like mac and cheese with barbecue sauce and barbecue piled on it. And we watched people walk Mm -hmm. by with snow cones from I think it's Ohana Ice. Uh, They were as big as our heads. Yeah. Massive. (laughs) 
So we're sitting over here like, what are we going to go for? And I had this vision of I did not want to disappoint the other food trucks. Yes. This is my new stressor. Because if I chose, if I was only going to eat from one food truck and the other food trucks are sitting there looking at me, choose the other (laughs) food truck. And these people have worked hard and they've prepped their food and they've paid the money to Uh be out there and all that kind of stuff. Then I felt bad about it. I know. And I was like, I can't choose one of these trucks. So I will just starve. And you did. Like, I finally, I was starving. My stomach was growling, and I kept going, Brandon, we've got to eat. And you're like, I I can't go in front of this food truck in front of the... Y'all, he was having a little bit of a, a panic attack. I didn't want to cheat on a food truck. I was even trying to half what I got oh, with no. you, and you're like, no, someone else will see me eat it. And they'll think I chose them over the other one, when the truth was I wanted all of their food. Yeah, but I don't know if we could go get a sampler for under $15 at every single food truck. No, I- no, no, they needed to be free from every single food truck. <laughs> yeah. If we do a food truck event, you bring us food. That's the way this thing works. Yeah. It, I, I'm not going to go ask them. Like, a, hey, listen, can you give us some free food? No, no, I get that. Yeah. But it was, can I do this? Like, if I pull up, let's say it's not a food truck event, and there's two or three food trucks in a parking lot, and I feel like choosing one over the other is kind of like an insult to the poor guy who's looking at me. Because what happens is, is if it's kind of like a dead time where it's not that busy, and they're all sitting at the window waiting for <laughs> yeah. you. It's almost like dogs in a kennel. Right. And they're like, pick me, pick me, pick me, and here I am picking the other one. You're right. And people that have the brick and mortar, the buildings, they're not watching that happen. They don't sit at the window all day waiting for somebody to walk up, but these food trucks do, and they're waiting for people to pull in the parking lot. So if you're at a food truck place, that oh. they circle around each other. Oh. Man, it's going to be tough for you. I'm telling you, it is stressful, and I never want to hurt the feelings of a food truck. You're going to have to start wearing a disguise. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll put on my hat and my glasses. Is that a good one? Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Monday, April the 17th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Amanda Turner Sanders. Oh, happy birthday. The principal at Micro Society Elementary in Jonesboro, also a brand new mom. So sweet. Happy birthday, love, from Jeremy and little Turner King. Also celebrating today, Jeremy Pippinger from DeWitt has a birthday. Janie Smith of Sheridan is celebrating. Christy Cothran from Wynn is celebrating a firefighter now living in Fort Worth. That's awesome. So, happy birthday. Lauren Beck of Stuttgart is celebrating today. Mallory Owens Dollarack, who's from Little Rock, celebrating a birthday. Megan Mathis Edgar of Jonesboro celebrates. And Wanda Duvall, who's from Atkins, celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Rooney Mara. She's 38. That's the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
Happy birthday to Jennifer Garner. She's 51 today. Happy birthday to Adam McKay. He's 55. Directed and co-wrote Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, The Other Guys, of course with Will Ferrell. Yep. Happy birthday to Boomer Esiason, who is 62 today, former NFL quarterback. Now he's on the CBS NFL pregame show. Yeah. And happy birthday today to Victoria Beckham, who's 49. Of course, that's Posh Spice from the Spice Girls. I always like this So, of course, that's a good one, but you can't talk about the Spice Girls without this. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Victoria Beckham, who turns 49 today. Happy birthday, Posh. Hope you have a good one. Today in Pop Culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, so today is April the 17th, and today in Pop Culture in 1964, Ford unveiled a brand new model of a vehicle. For the first time ever, we were introduced to the Mustang. 1964. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't realize this, though, because my wife is driving a Mustang right now. Mm-hmm. My mother, my first vehicle I ever rode in was a Mustang. Really? Isn't that pretty wild? Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, today in pop culture in 1993, there was a rampage in California at the Six Flags Magic Mountain theme park. And the reason there was a rampage is because there was a show that was sold out that people couldn't get into, and there were people who wanted into the sold-out show. The band that was headlining was TLC. Forty people were injured during the chaos, and the park came back and said, hey, we're going to have to rethink having rap concerts here. That was back in 1993. Today in pop culture in the year 2000, Lone Star released this. Today in pop culture in 2001, Brooks and Dunn scored their third U.S. number one album with an album that was called Steers and Stripes. Featured on the album... Only in America, dreaming in red, white, 22 years ago. Also featured on the Steers and Stripes album... Where you look, where you laugh, where you love with all you have. There ain't nothing about you that don't do something for me. Back in 2001, today is April the 17th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I'm playing this with the idea that this music might calm down Kelly. No, it automatically made me even worse. Did you just see my hand go up in the air when it started? Like, what is this? This is music to soothe yourself by. 
And I think this morning maybe you need to, <laughs> you might need to soothe yourself just a little bit. I don't know if it's because it's Monday and maybe you had a busy week and I know we had stuff to do, but mm-hmm. you seem a little bit um, frazzled, a little okay. bit fried, a little bit, uh, you know, right. ready to go. Mm-hmm. So I saw something over the weekend that really, really fired me up. Here we go. And I'm just curious. It kind of made me a little judgmental. And I'm curious if anybody else deals with this like I do. And I'm going to be honest because some people in this room can be honest. Do me a favor real quick. Oh, yes. What? Give me a deep breath. Give me a deep I breath. Think Come you're on. the one that's worried about what I'm going to say. I'm worried about what maybe you're going to you say. Maybe you should take the deep breath. Because I'm sitting over here thinking, well, maybe if you breathe deeply. I will it tell will you, it's not about you. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, okay. oh you're good. Yeah, no. you're, yeah, who cares? Uh, you say whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay, stupid. If it's against somebody else, you're fine. Go ahead. So there is a young mother, and she has a baby in one of her arms, and she is... She is holding the hand of maybe a five-year-old, okay? okay. Yep. She's walking into a store. Her arms are, are – she she cannot pull the door open, okay? Yeah. There is a man walking in front of her, maybe two feet behind her. He walks in, and it's an older man, so he knows. It's not like a 15-year-old that's never been taught. It was an older man, and he opened the door. It barely opened. It's like he kind of shimmied his way in, and it closed right in front of her face. And you see her trying to manage and whatever, get the door open. So immediately I was like, oh, and like I wanted to go say something to that man. I wanted to go, hey, did you not see that woman behind you? She was carrying children. No, no, it's not your place to go and do something. Well, maybe not my place, but I'm going to tell you, man, if you're listening to Uh -uh, me, you did not open that door for her. Look, be observant. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he didn't know any better. Maybe he didn't want to appear to be flirting. No, it, no. That's what I would do. Of course. Because there's your if response. I, if I held the door for a girl, my wife would be fired up. It, but it just makes me. <laughs> gosh. Were you looking at her? No, no. She was pregnant. <laughs> she was carrying 17 <laughs> kids. But it just made me think of like, what are little things? And okay, I'm going to give it to the. Maybe he was having a bad day. Maybe he just found out his dog died. Maybe something happened. So I'm going to give right. him that little whatever. Right. Okay, yeah. there's that little benefit of the doubt. But. There's these little things that people can do, mm-hmm. and I think that if you're honest, you're going to agree with me. People can do that little tiny actions that we think are nothing, but they'll do them, and you automatically like that person less. You're like, oh, I uh, got one. Uh, I got one. Oh, do you? I got one okay. for sure. Yeah. Smacking. If you don't know how to eat with your mouth closed, you're <laughs> chomping and smacking and snorting like you're a bull, like you're a bull about to run at one of those red curtains or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to think less of you automatically like your parents didn't teach you how to eat. I'm be like, who taught you how to eat? That's the one thing in public that will literally make me angry. Okay. Because I'm like, this person has no manners whatsoever. I've got another one. And y'all have heard us talk about this before, but I guarantee you, y'all are, y'all are with us not putting your cart up. Automatic judgment. Automatic people. judgment. Automatic judgment. Uh, what's something else? Uh, I would think that people who don't smile, like if I smile <gasps> at you and you're walking by me and you don't smile back, let's say you see me or you're trying not to see me, but you don't smile. I'm automatically judging you thinking you're a bad human. If I let, Bad human. If I let you go, like if I give, I, you've got your blinker on and I stop to let you in or let you go oh. and you don't wave me off, give oh. me some kind of like, hey, a nod. It makes me never want to let people in. Bad human. Yes. If you have your elbows on the table and you're going, eating like corn or something like that, I'm going to think you're a bad human. Again, it comes back to manners. I must have... 
There must have been an issue in my childhood with this uh-huh. because now that I say it back to back, it kind of sounds kind of crazy. If you are someone who overshares all the time on social media, oof, that's a tough one for me to deal with. Bad human. I, I don't know about bad. Bad human, human. but it's it's. Uh, if you burp real loud when you're eating in a restaurant, it, what? Is everything back to eating with you? What is happening? It's all I do. Maybe you should be Mr. Manners and hold classes. Ooh, I like the idea of that. How about a one-sided friendship? One-sided friendship? Like, you, you're you always the person that calls or texts or, hey, do you want to go eat? Hey, you want to do something? And if you didn't call them, you'd never hear from them. Bad human! Yep. What about somebody who uh, lets gas go at a restaurant? Where have you been going? Wait, is this your wife that does this? Because you were saying. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Okay, when someone doesn't have a sense of humor at all, like I can tell in the first 30 seconds I meet you. If you don't have a sense of humor, I don't want to work with you, sit with you, go to lunch with you, or even interact with you. You can't tell within 30 seconds. You better believe I can. What if somebody's shy? There might be people who think... you're shy and I knew you had a sense of humor. Yeah, but other people might not think it. They might think he's too serious or something like that. I'm just telling you. What? I'm just telling you. I'm just... You have more. I can tell you have have more. more. What? How about... People who drive a Tesla. Okay, that's... You, well, hang on. There was a line there. Hang on. No, 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 no. Let me... Not the people... You're, no, wait. You're going to stereotypically judge everyone who drives a Tesla. Now there's 700 Teslas out in our parking lot. <laughs> no, here's the You thing. can outrun them. Eventually, they'll run out of, of Listen, energy. It's this is it. It's not if you drive a Tesla. It's if you tell everybody you drive a Tesla. We don't care. No, okay. If you have okay. one, great. Okay. One day, maybe I'll have one. I doubt it. But quit telling people you have one. Because <laughs> as soon as you walk off, they're like, if he tells me that one more time, I never want to be around him again. Oh, I'm just giving you all a little heads up. Okay. That's what they're saying behind the scenes. All right. There you go. Brandon, right. am I right? Uh, no no uh-huh. comment. <laughs> you were telling me earlier. Uh, that, I wasn't saying what? nothing. I wasn't saying nothing about nothing. So anyway, I was just curious. Maybe I should just put that up on social media. Hey, what are the oh, things, gosh. the one thing that you're like, okay, that 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 broke it. I can't. I think less of that person. I can't help it. Should I do it? Hello? I don't know. And then we can have oh. everyone tag the person. No. We're what? Not. You try that, but no tags. Facebook. No tags. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Wait on mine? Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's kind of a busy weekend as I reflect back on everything that we did. Like I had an event pretty much right as soon as we were done with the radio thing. I had stuff to do on Friday. We had an all-day Saturday event. Yesterday was kind of like, I have to do a lot of work on the weekends to kind of get radio stations ready for the new week. Mm -hmm. So it's like literally there was so much of my weekend that was spent just like, hey, I got to work, got to work, got to work, got somewhere to go, have to to do this, have to do that. I did get a really early workout in on Saturday morning. Like literally I woke up to to PP at like 5.07. You woke up to what? I had to go to the bathroom. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay awake and I'm going to hit the gym by six o'clock. I've never done that ever in my life. I've never been one of those early people in the gym. There were only two other guys in there. And Kelly, I was so excited because at one point they both left. I had the whole freaking gym to myself. You should start going before the show because if it's going to put you in a good mood, I would like for you to go lift before the show. No, it would. A hundred percent. A million percent. A thousand million percent. Let's shake on it. A trillion percent. Before the show, you're going to start going to work out. Yeah, but the problem is I'd have to wake up at like two (laughs) o'clock. Hey, I got one hour of sleep, but man, that workout was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not disciplined like that. Like if I could figure that out, because I felt like I had energy all day. 
because I started the day so strong. Yeah. But I was walking around there like, yeah, I own this place up in here because okay. I was the only person in there. I could go to any machine, any massage chair, any UV light, any cardio thing. I could do anything I wanted. At one point, I took my pants off. That is not true. Then I saw the camera. That's not true. <laughs> that isn't true. <laughs> but you know how it's like, this is my personal gym. I felt like I was the rock. No, I get that. That's like, nice. You know how the rock will be like, hey, look at me. I'm in my, my personal gym on the set of a movie and it's like bigger than most gyms. That's what I felt like. It's I close had, enough to your house though. You, you couldn't just walk. It is kind of like your own personal gym. It's amazing. So I was all fired up about that. And then we go out there and we do, uh, we were in uh, at the event called Pack Day for Arkansas State. So for those of you around the state who listen, uh, or maybe you're new to the show, I always host Arkansas State football. So we like to go to Jonesboro on the campus of Arkansas State and like celebrate and do stuff with them yeah. mm-hmm. uh, prior to their big stuff. And Coach Butch Jones was having his spring game and they did food trucks and all this different stuff. And uh, it's pretty neat, other than the fact that I look like a walking strawberry today. You uh, and I told you to make sure that you got a hat and sunscreen. You're like, oh, I'm good. I can't wear a hat. I'm good. I can't wear a hat on Why? location because part of my deal is people recognizing the bald head. They're going to recognize you even if your head isn't showing. It would be like if Hulk Hogan woke up one day and decided to shave off his mustache. Like it's a <laughs> trademark thing, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if Carrot Top came in bald. It wouldn't make any sense. Okay. I just didn't realize it was on that level. Oh, okay. it's, No, it's on that. Maybe above that. It'd be like if The Rock shaved his eyebrow. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So that's kind of what I'm it's like. I'm in the presence of, of royalty. You really are. I don't know if you realize that all the time. Uh, but so I ended up, though, and I realized probably about three hours into the event, oh, I think my head's on fire. Yeah. And I felt like, remember that that commercial, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, any questions? And it was showing the fried egg. That's what my head felt like. Did it rain? Didn't it? There's a couple of drops. Did it go? Oh, it felt like, yeah. Like if you want to check and see if your pan's hot. Kelly also ate one of the largest sandwiches I've ever seen in person. Y'all. And she's over here like, please help me eat this. I was. There's no way I've could, I could have eaten the whole thing. It was a gourmet grilled cheese, Mrs. B's gourmet grilled cheeses. And they had any type of gourmet grilled cheese you could fathom to make. Yep. And mine had, uh, it was all kinds of cheese on Texas buttery toast. And mm. it had fried chicken. It had um, cream cheese and jalapenos oh. on the grilled it cheese good, and it was so good it did look really good but my deal was i didn't want to have to pick one food truck over another food truck the actual truck was going to get its feelings hurt well no the people in the truck might have got their feelings hurt also if they're using my initial i'm going to have to try to hit them with trademarks i think brandon Did you say it's double b's no mrs b's oh my bad I had the chance to meet the new Arkansas State basketball coach as well. You did? Yeah. If somebody could produce me some type of a something to stand on when I talk to him, I look so, like an idiot standing next to him. You know those people at the circus that walk on stilts? Yes. Maybe you should start doing that at the games. I'm going to have to figure it out. So he walks over, and like from far away, I can tell this dude's tall, mm-hmm. right? But like you don't know how tall this dude is until Brian Hodson walks up on you. <laughs> and we're about to be on camera together. And I'm looking up at him like, hey, what's up? How's it going up there? Is it hotter up there? He was real nice, though. He's fired up. Like, he is is fired up. There there was a deal he talked about, and I don't know, I'm probably, he did this because it wasn't like a a television deal, but he was talking about, hey, Razorback fans, if you guys want to get this message straight to Coach Musselman. Yes! (laughs) Like, he was ready to go. (laughs) He wants the teams to play each other. He wants basketball to play each other. Mm -hmm. Like, he's fired up. 
I'm kind of scared of him a little bit. <laughs> I think I, I love it. I think I'm a little bit scared of him. I'll use this for my advantage. You will? Yes, that he, that you're scared of him. So if you think about how, how short I look, because I posted a picture of me and Coach Hodson. If you see that picture online, imagine how short Butch Jones is with him. Brandon Baxter. <laughs> He just deleted. He actually walks right between his legs. Oh my! You're in trouble. Oh my God! Brandon Baxter in the morning. So it's kind of crazy. I believe I probably should have been born in like '97, somewhere between '97 and 2003. Uh huh. Because I think I I have so many different things in common with Gen Z. (laughs) When I see a lot of these college kids, I'm like, you know what? I have so much in common with these kids. All right, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, so evidently, Gen Z hates phone calls. They hate being on the phone. They hate talking to people. But their new deal is they love to send voice memos. Okay, yeah. So the voice memo is the deal where basically you can go in and record something that you want them to listen to, but your friends can't respond immediately. Like they can't interrupt you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're saying those are extremely popular with younger people because you still get to hear inflection. You still get to hear your friends, but you don't have to worry about actually talking to them and talking back to them. If I know that any of my friends are at home, I will send them a voice text. But if they're at work, I'll send them a text. You know what I'm saying? So you love the voice text. I love it. I love it. And I think another thing that I like that's very similar to that is I know a lot of my friends will use Marco Polo, which is kind of like a video text. And you can, you know, have a group of your friends. You send the video uninterrupted and they can they come back uninterrupted and then you can listen to it when you're able to. Not like it's not like this emergency thing. There's no pressure. None. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I would enjoy that with my friends or not. Because typically, because we talk for a living, we probably have the the um, the tendency maybe to be a little bit of a jump in and help fin- to help people finish their stories. Because you know we're taught, hey, you got to be you know you got to be quick and you got to be tired. I never maybe. interrupt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the reason Kelly enjoys sending the voice texts is because you're forced to listen to everything she says. Oh, hush! I listen to everything they say too. Do you? Yeah. But sometimes don't y'all just start talking just to talk? Well, like, what's so, happening? What's up? Stuff like I that. I can like, guarantee you none of us have ever said that. What's up? It just seems like it could be a tad bit pedestrian because I had a buddy of mine who would send these and it was like, hey, so, uh, yeah, so I was thinking and I'm like, oh my gosh, get to the no, point. Then, then that's a wrong person to have. You only do this with people you like. No, I mean, I like actually people. friends with. I just don't want to hear from most people. I mean, I like a lot of people. I just don't want to have to hear from them. Yeah, none of this is going to work for you. <laughs> who would be in your friend group that you would send voice texts to, Brandon? No, I'm thinking of who I would probably do oh, I that. I thought your mic went off. No, no, it's working oh. just fine. I'm trying to think of who I would like to hear from on a regular basis. <sighs> yeah, man. Hang on, I'm still Here, thinking I've got about these it. little tiny post-its. Like, could you put one person down? I, I don't really know oh, who no. I would choose. <laughs> Y'all, you've heard it directly from him. Do you remember that lady who, we talked about this real early this morning, the woman who lived in a cave for 500 days by herself with no communication? You signed up, didn't you? I could do that. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear Kelly go on a rant. Huh? Which is much like every other day on the podcast. They know who normally is ranting. (laughs) So Kelly talks about people she hates. That's coming up on the podcast today. Brandon, no. Plus a woman has spent 500 days living in a cave. 
And Brandon has signed up. I'm a little jealous of her. <laughs> uh, things that were good until they got popular. Pack day at Arkansas State. My my big dilemma with the food trucks over the weekend. We talk about Kane Brown taking a cowboy boot right to the <clears throat> Nuggets. Luke Combs and his next radio single. Michael Ray is well, finally going for revenge on Carly mm-hmm. Pierce with a new video. All that on today's podcast. All you have to do is search Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? American Idol is on tonight. The Voice, Jimmy Fallon's That's My Jam. Tonight's schedule also includes All American, 911, Fantasy Island, Perry Mason, Perry Mason, and The Good Doctor. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.